Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. All right, welcome in. Brian Mazarowski here. Let's get right into it on WBEN. We're joined by Pagula Sports and Entertainment Executive Vice President Ron Rakuya to talk about what everybody's talking about. A deal to keep the Bills in Buffalo long term, a deal to build a new state for the Buffalo Bills. Uh, Ron, thanks for being with me. I, I want to get right to the point and, uh, you know, maybe starting off with a little bit of background of how did we get to this point? You, you know, how did we go from, you know, 10 years ago, a lease being signed, there's this goal of finding a, a long-term solution to, you know, kind of finding ourselves in this proverbial 11th hour. Hey, Brian, good morning. Uh, how do we get here? Uh, we needed to get here. This was a, you know, a stadium situation that really should have been addressed uh, in, you know, 2012, 2013, when those lease negotiations took place. For a variety of reasons, they weren't. Um, when the Pagulas bought the team, they certainly made it a priority. And, you know, as you said, we're here now and, and we're ready to go. All right. The stadium itself, uh, what are... What should fans be expecting out of a new stadium? How do you expect the fan experience to change on a Bills game day? We expect it to get infinitely better. Uh, the intensity, the intimacy of watching a Bills game, as Coach said yesterday, you know, having it loud, having the focus be on the field, plus having the state-of-the-art of amenities that are common in, in many, if not most, NFL stadiums today. That's really what our fans can expect. They can expect better food and beverage, wider concourses, you know, wider seats, better Wi-Fi. Uh, it can go on and on. Um, you know, more temperature-controlled spaces, as we've talked about, places to get warm, places to congregate, to celebrate together inside the stadium. What is the team doing on their part? You know, now that we're past the deal part of it and we go to planning on a new stadium, how are our fans involved? What's the team doing to ensure that, you know, the stadium is something fans are going to like? Well, even this week, our season ticket uh, holders, our suite holders, our corporate partners, a lot of community leaders, they're meeting with our consultants. They're meeting with legends and CSL and Populous and our staff going through what their expectations are for a stadium, what their wishes are, what their priorities are. Um, we've been talking to them right along. That will continue uh, certainly over the next you know, several weeks and months while we've developed the final plan. You touched on it yesterday uh, while speaking with the media, PSLs. What should fans expect there? That's kind of a new concept for Buffalo in a way uh, for a lot of season ticket holders. How much money are we talking? Uh, what is it exactly that fans should be expecting to pay in addition to their regular season ticket? 
Well, remember, a PSL is a one-time fee. Um, all of our season tickets going forward in the new stadium will have some component of a PSL to it. Uh, as I said, you know, numerous times before, it'll be the lowest PSLs, you know, of any new stadium, it, you know, that's been built. Uh, we understand the market. We won't overprice them. Uh, we'll create great value for our season ticket holders with them with additional amenities. Uh, it's something that they'll have for 30 years. It's an asset. They can pass that on to their to their family, to their friends. They can resell them um, if they so choose. But yeah, definitely PSLs will be a part of our process, and we're very cognizant of not having them be overpriced in our marketplace. Well, so there's no price on it right now, but whatever that price is, you know, $20, $2,000, is that something that would be paid up front? Would I have like four or five years to pay that off? How, how would that work? It's a great question, Brian. You're going to have multi, the fans going to have multiple options. They can pay it up front. They'll be paid over time, various uh, plans that will fit every, every fan's need. Ticket prices in general, should fans expect an increase with the new stadium? Well, there's a natural increase every year in, t- in ticket prices. Um, will some some tickets be higher priced? Yes. Uh, will some tickets be the same price? Yes. Will some tickets be lower priced? Yeah, probably. Um, there'll be a ticket and a price point for every fan, depending on what type of experience they want. Uh, we're Again, I just keep telling people over and over again, we understand the market. We understand the price sensitivity. We understand the restrictions. Um, our fans will not be priced out of this. The key to this is to fill that stadium every game, to be loud, to create the best home field advantage in the NFL, and you can only do that by having people in the seats. I mean, in a way, we're talking about ticket prices. It's I almost feel bad asking because it's got to be a tough question, right? We're talking four years from now, uh, 2026. Uh, whether it's ticket prices or you know what a video board is going to look like, uh, a lot of things. Is it tough to forecast what state of the art will be in ways that it wasn't, you know, maybe a decade or two ago when planning on a new stadium? Absolutely. Um, we, that's why we need optionality in our design. Uh, Populous is working on different ways, you know, that even, let's say, the first five years of the stadium that we can adjust based on, you know, technology and the times and the fans and, and what they're looking for. Yeah, it's a really difficult process, which is why we continue to tweak our plan to talk to experts internally, externally, internationally, uh, talk to our fans to see what they, they want, not just our existing fan base, but our future fans. You know, we're doing some focus group with some younger younger people. There you want to experience it in a different way as well. But yeah, you know, the optionality and the flexibility uh, is going to be key going forward. I'm going to assume that state-of-the-art and, you know, uh, over a billion dollars, it probably doesn't include bleachers. <laughs> I hope not. Um, yeah, it, it's it's not part of the plan. Um, they've served us really well. They create a lot of noise. They fit a lot of people. Uh, but I think people mostly prefer seats. I don't, I don't know. I'm, I like banging on the bleachers. That's part of the game day. Uh, we'll, well see. Well, if you were banging on them, you may owe us a few dollars to repair them. I probably do. I probably okay. do. <laughs> um, well, I, I want to get to because, you know, I've taken a lot of comments over the last 24 hours. Uh, about people's expectations for this or that. And, you know, I say a lot here, when expectations don't match up with, you know, the reality of the situation, that's when people get disappointed. You know, I, I still have people chiming into me saying, well, you know, if this had a roof and we're downtown, we could have a Super Bowl. Or, 
We had the county executive yesterday was talking a lot about soccer, and now you know there's people saying, oh, the MLS is coming here too, or they think that like Barcelona is going to start playing games in Buffalo. Um, what are realistic expectations for the type of events that will happen at this new stadium? The realistic expectation, events that happen in the bowl and on the field are very similar to the events that are hosted there now. That's just our market. But events that can be hosted in other parts of the stadium are going to increase you know, tenfold. Weddings, gatherings, conventions, meetings, celebrations, community celebrations, uh, all of that in a new stadium with the indoor space that we're planning uh, will make that stadium be used a lot. But in terms of you know, events in the bowl, events on the field, it, it's not that much more than it is today. We'll still look at doing different things that become available to us. But, you know, the expectations about an MLS team and all of that, I don't have any idea where that came from. So we shouldn't really be talking about that now. All that talk about soccer yesterday, I I was just thinking it would just make sense, right, to if you're going to build a new stadium, you'd have a field that would be able to, you could play soccer, you could do whatever you want at it. You you wouldn't restrict it in a way that you couldn't do those things. No. um, And listen, I am not a soccer expert. So um, anything that I say about soccer – take that with a grain of salt but here's what our fans want in their football experience they want to be close to the stadium they want to feel what we feel in high mark right you want great sight lines how do you do that you make it more compact you make it steeper you bring the fans closer to the action all of that is central around a football field not necessarily a soccer field a lot of what we heard yesterday from Basically, every party involved, whether it was uh, uh, you or the governor, the county executive, you know, opposite party members of the county legislature, uh, everyone seemed to say, all right, this is a good deal for Western New York. It's a good deal for the bills. It's a good deal for the state. For somebody who's listening there, and we have a lot of listeners who don't watch football, who aren't rabid Bills fans, what would you say to them to say that, you know what, this, this is a good deal? This is a good deal for everyone, not just, you know, the people who want to go on Sundays. Well, if you just look at it economically, for the Bills to be, you know, in New York State, in Western New York for 30 years, we're going to generate well over a billion dollars in actual cash back to New York State in taxes and the like. Based on the investment from our partners at the county and the state, they're going to get every single dollar back for this investment. We feel real strong about that, and I know the governor brought that up, and it's true. Um, This is an investment that actually has a return financially. Now, what does it mean for the community? I'll let the community decide that, but, you know, I've spent my whole life here, and the bills have been, you know, for us, the most important thing in this community. And, you know, whether you go to games or not, all you have to do is look around and feel the energy, um, feel the civic pride. I I think that's irreplaceable. Uh, One of the... um criticisms has been the lack of ancillary development around a stadium and the way I'm looking at that is given the conversation that's been happening here in western New York for basically my entire lifetime I why would I put a business next to a new stadium when everyone's talking about one potentially going downtown within the next decade now that those concerns are off the table do you think, from where you sit, that that opens up for more to happen in the neighboring area around a stadium, a, a 30-year-long agreement? I absolutely do. 
um, the energy of the new stadium, the construction project in and of itself, reimagining the space uh, is going to create new opportunities for, for businesses to come in and develop around you know, around the stadium. I, I absolutely believe that. And I think you, you said it very well. When the stadium was built in the 70s, the idea of economic development around the stadium really didn't exist. And then, you know, for decades after that, there was always this question of, are the bills staying here? Will the stadium last? Will a new stadium be someplace else? And I do think that inhibited economic development. Now everyone knows. Everyone's going to be able to see it, and, and I feel there's going to be some positive momentum around that. When you talk about the space, the current stadium, what happens there? We don't have a final plan yet. Um, it's our responsibility to do something with it. We could do everything from you know, a straight demolish and add parking to maybe some more commemorative park-like uh, amenities around where the stadium was to celebrate the history and all the great moments that were, that were held there. Do you need the parking there? Uh, you know, now that you're taking away spaces on, on one side of the street, uh, would it? Should we assume that those spaces need to be replaced? Uh, we need some of that parking for sure. What happens when the stadium is under construction? People are going to the new. Do you think everything can move uh, smoothly over the next four years or so while the construction's going on? From your lips to God's ears, hopefully. Um, you know, it's it's a big project. Uh, we'll have to make some adjustments to parking. We'll, we'll start working on those plans once we know exactly the time frame of construction. You mentioned smaller events happening at different spaces in the stadium. That's something I read about. You know, people love to point out Indianapolis. Oh, look what they did. It's attached to a convention center. And uh, But most of those events, you know, 200 whatever a year, are, are really just kind of smaller meetings, um, you know, corporate events. You mentioned weddings. Is that kind of the picture here that, you know, this is going to be a space where, you know, some company's quarterly meeting can happen. Uh, maybe there is a space for a wedding reception in the off season. that this is kind of going to be accessible to a lot of the community? Yes, uh, you use a great word, accessible. It will be accessible in all of those ways uh, and create great variety in the types of events, small, medium, some large. Yeah, that's, that's what we envision. And, w and we'll build it out so that it can accommodate those types of events in a very efficient way. What does this do to the football side of things? You, you know, I, this is a question in Western New York for such a long time. I would have to imagine players on the team probably are not that concerned, you know, thinking about the long-term future of the franchise. But a new stadium, it has to be a, a nice point of attraction for getting people here, maybe getting people to stay here? Yeah, I hope so. I, mean, I think that's a better question, you know, for, for Brandon and Coach. Um, but, yeah, the, the players, the whole, the whole organization is excited about this. You know, it, it's a great thing for the community. It's a great thing for our fans, so it's a great thing for us. Yeah, it's, it's going to be exciting. When should we expect to see some sort of picture, rendering, um, design, you know, something along those lines? Hopefully in a couple of months. Um, we're working on it every day. Populous has done a great job. Um, I know how anxious uh, our community, our even our, you know our internal staff is to start seeing some some renderings and pictures. We'll we'll try to get that to the public as quickly as we can. We saw there was a report of something that was shown at the owners' meetings. Um, is it kind of your opinion that that's too preliminary to put out in the public and have everyone go crazy with? Yes, definitely, um, without a doubt. Okay.
Hey, Ron, appreciate the time. I know you got to run uh, to some of these meetings that are going on, but it was great to have you on for uh, a little bit. And, hey, good luck uh, with these next steps. Thanks, Brian. Look forward to talking again real soon. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.